You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichhardt, on the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time and Social Justice Sunday. And now here's Father Peter. Our reading this evening comes from the Gospel of Mark. The Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered round Jesus. They noticed that some of his disciples were eating with unclean hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and the Jews in general follow the tradition of the elders and never eat without washing their arms as far as the elbow. And on returning from the marketplace, they never eat without first sprinkling themselves. There are also many other observances which have been handed down to them concerning the washing of cups and pots and bronze dishes. So these Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not respect the tradition of the elders, but eat their food with unclean hands? He answered, It was of you hypocrites that Isaiah so rightly prophesied in the passage of Scripture, This people honours me only with lip service while their hearts are far from me. The worship they offer me is worthless. The doctrines they teach are only human regulations. You put aside the commandments of God to cling to human traditions. He called the people to him again and said, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a man from outside can make him unclean. It is a thing that comes out of a man that makes him unclean. For it is from within, from people's hearts, that evil intentions emerge. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, malice, deceit, indecency, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and make a person unclean. Gospel of the Lord. This weekend is Social Justice Sunday. It used to always be celebrated on the third Sunday in September, but it got moved to now because the Vatican began to celebrate something else. Anyway, you don't want to know all of the political reasons and church speak behind all of that. It's also a time when all of us are asked to think and reflect on the current Australian Catholic Bishops Conference Social Justice Statement. And this year it's entitled, Cry of the Earth, Cry of the Poor. I thought tonight that one of the ways which we could reflect on this was by listening to the introduction video that the Social Justice Council put together. I actually really liked that video, all of the bishops particularly committing themselves to to go on this journey that has been initiated by this document. But it it kind of goes back, doesn't it, to Pope Francis' encyclical, uh, Laudato Si. One of the things about that that encyclical that was so groundbreaking is the way in which Pope Francis looks at the environment. When we discuss climate change or caring for the environment, so much of the dialogue has been around conserving the environment for future generations. And, you know, and I think that is most important. I don't deny that. But it always seems to be focused on us, us human beings. What, 
what Pope Francis points to is the intrinsic value of nature, that even outside of its, its utilitarian or usefulness for us, it has a purpose in and of itself. I kind of liken it to the fact that when somebody we love gives us a gift, it may not be the greatest gift. It mightn't even be something that we actually want. But we love it because we love the person who gave it to us. And I think in that same sense, we love creation because we love the creator. And, and our environment, our world, our universe is God's gift, not just to us, but in itself. I think that we often can feel quite powerless as individuals in the face of the climate catastrophe that faces us. Perhaps you and I are not necessarily feeling the personal impact of it directly ourselves at the moment, but there are people in our world who already are. In 2018, I was invited to address a conference in Rome and that was on human rights in the contemporary world. And my paper was on human rights, culture and context, the perspective from Oceania. Just like to read you very quickly a, a short extract from what I presented to the Dicastri. In 2014, President Anton Tong, who was the president of Kiribati, finalised the purchase of 20 square kilometres of Vanua Leve, one of the Fiji islands about 2,000 kilometres away as a refuge for the people of Kiribati. In 2009, the Maldives were the first to raise the possibility of purchasing land in another country in anticipation of being gradually submerged. At the time, the government looked at options in India and Sri Lanka. Climate change is an international crisis, but for places like Kiribati, Tuvalu and the Maldives, amongst another 10 island nations in the Pacific, the impact is already irreparable. President Tong described them as the canary in the coal mine, as the ocean swifts covers their country. Already the depletion of fishing stocks, their only source of income, and rising salination levels depleting fresh water have caused life on these coral atolls to be untenable. For many of us living in suburban Sydney in our comfortable environment, in our comfortable homes, despite COVID and all of those things which are warning us about the way that the world could head, we often don't feel the impact that the environment is experiencing. I guess that part of our powerlessness is that we feel it's up to governments to do something about it. Now, classically, just, just recently, I heard one of our political leaders say, well, I'm not going to do anything about that. There's no votes in it. At least that was honest. At least what they're saying is, well, I don't necessarily act out of what is the common good. I act out of what's going to get me re-elected. So that gives us power because we are the electors. And so I believe, as is happening, there is a groundswell amongst the electorate that government is going to have to shift their focus. I think it's important also, and it's pointed out in the document, Cry of the Earth, Cry of the Poor, that we see examples of 
how we can live with creation, how we can be one with it. And I think our own Indigenous sisters and brothers give us that, that way of seeing. They don't see the country, the land, as something for them to use and abuse for their own good. They have this unity with it. And they cry out to heal the land. And I think that's what it's incumbent on us to do also. Clearly, we need to be people of prayer. We need to be, be people who cry out to God to heal the land and to heal our hearts in the way in which we approach the creation that God has gifted us with. But moreover, I think we need to think about our, our own lives, our own actions, our own spirituality, the way in which we view creation, that we too can be the people who can, as the old hymn says, renew the face of the earth. This is God's gift to us. This is God's gift for and in and of itself. We need to be people of protection for that gift that God gives us. Thank you for listening to Father Peter's podcast. Please join us each Saturday at 5pm live via the link or phone number below.